Hey there, hi there, ho there. We're back. It's the first episode of the year and the decade! Yes! Welcome to 2020 and season three? Is that our... We're on season three? What? We're in season cool. three, but like year two, I think. Wow, it's just so exciting. Apple Podcasts, they say doing me right. Mm-hmm. So this year, this decade, I should say... We want to introduce a new segment. So you all, well, okay, maybe not all of y'all, but those of you who know, if you know, you know, um, about Seamless and Themeless. You know, last year we thought, like, we really leaned in it a little too much. It was kind of becoming a crutch a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we said, hey, hey, baby, we're going to do this quarterly. So we're going to have one in March. We're going to have one in June, September, and December. Mm-hmm. But... Just so that I can, you know, not die, we're going to do a segment at the beginning of each episode called... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we haven't actually named it yet. Maybe Um, like a seamless second. Ooh, I like that. Basically, we kind of, um, you know, give you guys the rundown of pop culture news of the week. What's going on? Yeah, so we both each have a topic we're going to talk about mm-hmm. um yeah and then we'll get into the actual topic of the episode so taylor do you want to start with your pop culture pop cultural topic <laughs> okay i'm so honored wow okay so in my recommended a couple of days ago i saw this video and this girl was talking about justin bieber's yummy we've all heard it we all know it's not good I've, I've heard like 10 seconds of it. I haven't heard the whole song because I can't make it through it. But back in the day, back when I was in the sixth grade, I was a JB stan. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I was all about it. I would call 1075 trying to win those tickets, whatever. And my boy's music career, we all know it's declined a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't toured in five years, which Katie reminded me of the well, other day. When I said five years, I kind of said it as if like, this boy hasn't tra- hasn't toured in five years, but I don't know if it's actually been five years. I think it has been. So, I mean, that was just a guess. But His purpose it's... was a while ago. Yeah. Anyways, this boy relied uh, mainly on just being a featured, per- like, featuring Justin Bieber. For like... the last few years or yeah. so. And there was that one year, I think I was a senior in high school, maybe, when he had all those hits on the radio. Like, Sorry Was Out, mm-hmm. Love Yourself, and those were some bangers. And the album journals which came out in 2014 was the last album i listened to but this girl was talking about how nowadays the music industry um which i don't think this is necessarily just isolated to now i feel like it's something that's always happened they're recycling the same sounds from popular songs and attempts that you'll associate that new song with something that you already liked Mm -hmm. So, just an example of this, Liam Payne has this one song where the beginning sounds just like Havana Unana. I mean, people want, people like familiarity. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what they're going for. Nobody wants anything different in the industry, apparently. No. Even though I personally would like something different. So, it makes sense. It does. And she was talking about how Ed Sheeran's writing quality has gone down and I didn't want to say anything but it's true um well apparently his new album which was called like number six collaborations project 
It's basically him collaborating with other people. It didn't get very good reviews. However, it was still nominated for um, a Grammy Award. I don't know how that happened. I think the Grammy Awards is a joke these days because they just nominate things that are just popular. I mean, Senorita got nominated for Record of the Year or you something mean like that. God's Gift? I mean, Shawn Mendes. <laughs> Did you know that I think Julia Michaels wrote that? I think, I mean, she was a songwriter before she started doing her own stuff. Her stuff is good. That's besides the point. But Ed Sheeran, I feel like, hasn't had a good song since. I liked Shape of You. A lot of people didn't. I liked it. It was different for him. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I liked the video. I liked the song. But he just, I think, has kind of lost his touch a little bit. Because back when A-Team... And you and I ended up with you and I. Things were good. Things were popping. Things were fresh. But now he's kind of like redundant because now when I hear a song on the radio that's not him singing, I can tell it's an Ed Sheeran song. Do you remember that song he did with Justin Bieber? It was like, I don't care. It was something like that. I didn't hear it, but I heard people talking about it. It was so. They played it on the radio so much. And. He and the music video was weird. It was just them being in front of a green screen. I don't know. It was weird. It was not good. I think he's going through it at the moment. But our boy Justin, that's what brings me to my closing point. He is trying so hard to get Yummy to the top of the charts. Like, my boy, desperate. Um, He said on, I think it was an Instagram story. Or Instagram Live. I don't remember. He said something about, if it doesn't get to number one, I'm not touring. And to that I say... I don't care. Yeah. Just like your song, Justin. We don't care. Like, if people don't like it, what makes you think they want to see it live? They want to pay hundreds of dollars to go see mm-hmm. a song that they don't like live. That's basically an actor saying, if you don't go... Or, like, somebody on a TV show. If they go and say, you know, you gotta uh, watch... You gotta watch the show. Even if you're not watching it, just put it on in the background so we get that viewership up. But if you're not gonna watch it, then we're not renewing it for a second season. And why would you not want a true representation of your work? You know what I mean? It gives me Ansel Elgort vibes when everyone criticized him for the Goldfinch. And he was like, (laughs) and then a bunch of fans were like, we're gonna go leave good reviews. And it's basically proving that Justin's kind of in it for the money because if he really liked touring or stuff like that he would just go anyways he would just do it anyways because he does have true fans out there still miraculously um but if you're gonna ask them like continuously to stream songs and threaten that you won't go on tour if they don't like is your idol really an idol it just looks desperate and it's kind of like Ugh, you know? And I understand they do have to kind of gauge if they can go on a tour based on your listener's response. For instance, like, there are some albums that are not meant to be toured. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good album, but it would not work on tour. But this is Justin Bieber we're talking about. He would, he could still go on tour. Regardless. He could if he wanted to, and people would show up. But I think he, I think his time has kind of passed because he went all those years without really doing anything um and I'm not saying that's a bad thing like sometimes you just gotta take a break and some people can make a comeback and make it work I mean Justin Timberlake did it he came back after like 
six or seven years. Adele did it. Adele did it. I think Adele's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They can do it, but I think the problem is is that Justin Bieber is a jerk. I'm tra- I was trying to think of a replacement. <laughs> I don't want to say that because I don't know him. Has he done questionable stuff? Oh my god, yes. But he says things about women. That are questionable. Yeah. And then, like, he was in David Dobrik's vlog a couple days ago. And when you guys hear it, it'll be, like, a week ago because, you know, pre-recording, etc. And David surprised a bunch of college kids with Justin Bieber in the backseat of the Tesla. And he would, the kids would get in and be like, so what do you think about Justin Bieber? And it was a lot of girls, there was some guys, and the girls were like, oh my god, I loved him, I wanted to marry him in middle school, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And... He would be in the back seat and surprise him, and it would be this thing. And the last guy that got in was asked about Justin Bieber. He's like, oh, my God, I love him. But he said, yummy is not it. He said, it's just not a good song. And then Justin's like, it's not a good song? And he's trying to joke and, like, play it off. But, ugh. And the guy. So I know, I know. The guy who said it was kind of, like, freaking out, obviously, because he loves celebrity. But I said that very weird. So, and... He said, you know what, never mind, Yummy's a great song. He's like, you got that yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> I was like, y'all are That kind of reminds me, and this will be my last point, of um, the React series. We all know the React series. Mm-hmm. So it was like Teens React to Yummy. I think it was Teens React. I'm not really sure. And everybody basically said, like, oh, this is so good. And then everybody in the comments basically said, like, they're only saying that in case he sees this. Because apparently React, like, if somebody reacts to, like, a singer or whatever, they bring on the singer to react to those people, because they did it with Billie Eilish and other people. So, I'm thinking, like, Justin Bieber probably has... Because if he can... I mean, David Dobrik and him, if Justin Bieber's trying to get on that YouTube train... I think he's doing whatever he can to stay to get himself back out there and stay relevant. Like, with this whole docuseries that's coming out. And it's so sad, because he's only, like, 25... And it's like his time has passed and he's 25. But he's been in it since he was 15. Mm -hmm. But that's the sad thing about it is that he's done this for so long, but he is so young. But I think, okay, I think he just needs to rebrand. I think he just needs to rebrand or go back to his roots or something and stop making all of these apologies type. You know where he's like, I'm sorry, I I found God, I'm my wife. Get past I found that. Life. <laughs> Move on from that. Accept who you are. We're all problematic, but quit apologizing for it. Or just quit putting your personal life out there. I know. Just like keep that under wraps. Take the Harry Styles approach and just don't talk about yourself ever. Mm-hmm. Literally, like my man's album. I talk trash on Canyon Moon and treat people with kindness. And guess what's on my January playlist? I'm just saying. Okay, and your your point of okay, this week? I'm going to go by really quickly so we can start talking about High School Musical. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about um, the Academy Award nom- nominations. So, basically, the whole controversy... It, when is there not a controversy around these big awards? Every year. Uh, Grammy, they have controversies, whatever. But I want to talk about Academy Awards because, um, you know, the Academy hates women. And it's proven that many times. Um, so, if you don't know, the Academy Awards has been around for about 92 years, and in that time, only five women have been nominated for Best Directing. Five women, and only one of them have, has won. So, this year, everybody was thinking, there has to be a woman nominated, because there's so many 
um, female-directed movies out there. So good. Little Women, for instance. Greta Gerwig. Nope. Not nominated. All male directors. Dang. And, you know, people were not happy about that. Because guess what? The Academy hates women. I swear, if the Academy had the choice to just have a gender-neutral, like, best acting, it would be so rare for a woman to be nominated in that category. That's all I have to say about that. I just... Okay. On that, I just... Okay. Maybe this is ignorant, but with what you just said about, like, gender-neutral acting, right? Is this because... And you you out there listening, feel free to chime in in a comment, in a tweet, etc. I need to know. Is it because... And this is just from a heteronormative standpoint. Please don't come for me. Men get a lot more praise right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when people are fans of an actor, a lot of times, like, girls will take it to the next level, and they'll be like, that's my baby! But a lot of guys will not do that for women. That's true. You know what I mean? A lot of guys aren't stands. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are definitely women out there rooting for other women, Mm -hmm. because everybody's basically rooting for Scarlett Johansson to win Marriage Story, unless you're anti-Scarlett Johansson, which there are a lot of those people out there. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah. There's a lot of Florence Pugh people out there who are like, yes, get that Little Women win or whatever. Girls are more likely to be stands. Yeah. And it's sad that men don't do that for women. Because Walking Phoenix... Now, I saw the jo- I saw Joker. I thought he, he was fantastic in that role. I thought it was a fantastic movie. It got the most nominations. Some people aren't happy about it. Some people are. I'm on the fence of, like... Either way, I mean, it'd be fine. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good movies out there. It's not like one's better than the other. People would disagree, but I just don't have a take on that. And every guy out there is just like, Walking Phoenix? Oh my goodness best actor to ever walk this earth. I'm like, have you ever seen... Like, of course he's a great actor. He's done so many other things that are fantastic. All of the superhero slash villain fanboys. And it's like, have you never... Is this the first time you've discovered discover Walking Phoenix? Are you okay? Like... <laughs> I really... We all know how I feel about, like, action movies. Like, they kind of... I don't well, know. Joker is... It's I will say drama, though. I will say Joker is different. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay with Joker mm-hmm. actually getting, like... That comic book. I wouldn't say superhero. It's like a comic book mm-hmm. nomination. Like, I group, like, all of those in the same category. Yeah. Like, why are those the only movies that guys get excited about, I feel like? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Because I was, in, I was in a class last semester. I was talking about Joker. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't think they should do a sequel or anything like that. Because I think it's fine the way it is. And some guy... You know, not even in the conversation. He's like, why do you think that? I think it should deserve a sequel. I'm like, you were so used to the whole Marvel, like, we need a trilogy. The Marvel mindset. The Marvel mindset that you need a sequel for this when it's perfectly fine the way it is. Standalones are fine sometimes. Sometimes a sequel or a franchise can ruin the goodness of the original. Yeah, That's all I have to say about that. Speaking of sequels and franchises, let's get into this week's topic. I have to turn the air up just a little bit. I need the air because I'm dying. I, I don't want to say anything while okay. you're so I was like, I'm sweating. Okay. Yes. Thank God. So, we did something exciting 
And, you know... We're hypocrites. We are. We are <laughs> hypocrites. We talk smack about Disney+. Plus. Mad smack. Like, yeah. we dissed it in our last end of the year episode. And then we got it. And oh, I might have to keep it. I'm definitely going to use that free Verizon, like, free year with Verizon. I'm definitely going to use that deal. I'm going to see, like, we have Verizon. I think it's if you have Unlimited or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to have to see if we have that, because I think I need it. Because at first, I was like, who, I mean, I'm not on it to watch, like, Aladdin or whatever, but there are a couple decomps that I do want to revisit. I'm going to wait for, um, to, like, the end of the year when, like, and again, hypocrite here. Another Marvel TV show comes out wow. on Disney Plus. The Marvel, mindset. yeah. But I will say, I did watch The Mandalorian, which everybody's praised. I would say it's actually a pretty good show, even if you don't know anything about Star Wars. I would definitely recommend. There you go. And Baby Yoda is cute. Snaps for The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about um, High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Welcome to High School Musical, the musical, the series, the podcast. So <laughs> the review. <laughs> <laughs> this show, you know, highly anticipated. We have to start the year off with High School Musical. I wouldn't want to do it any other way. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was nervous. Because many years ago, you know, we were promised an HSM 4. And I'm not talking about that Sharpay's Wild Ride Adventure, whatever the heck. Although I did love that. I didn't, but you know, we were allowed to have opinions. <laughs> Um, but we were promised this, like, High School Musical 4 that was going to have a new cast, but it was essentially going to be the same story. So we were going to have a new Troy-type character, but I think he was supposed to be, like, a soccer player or something. I do not remember that. I think, I swear on everything. I remember reading it on, like, IMDb and stuff. Anyways, nobody was really happy about that because nobody wanted new anything. Nobody wanted anybody to read to be recasted Mm -hmm. and even then when we heard the series about like there was a series being in production or whatever I was skeptical I was like I don't know about this I was like this is gonna be horrible yeah and then we saw the trailer and that changed everything it made me excited because it because what I thought it was gonna be I thought it was just like the same exact story but like continued and recast but it's not and I'm glad it is so it's based around the kids who go to East High, whatever it's actually called, and they live in a world like we do, where High School Musical is a thing, it's a phenomenon, and this teacher comes in, she's like, you've never put on production of High School Musical in, at East High High School, whatever, East High 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 School, I don't know. And even my high school put on a production of High School Musical. We did not, but I wish we did. We did it the year after I graduated, and I came back, because I had to, because mm-hmm. I'm a HSM stan, but... You know, I think they tried to merge a lot of shows into this. Like, if you guys didn't listen to our reboot, recast, revert episode. Um, a reset? I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, I said, for High School Musical 2, I would love it if they did it with, like, reality TV style. Yeah. And what is this show? Reality. It's... I had a problem with the kind of the format because it is supposed to be like a mockumentary, which I actually really liked, but they didn't go all the way with it. They didn't fully commit. No, because sometimes it was like a drama, then they would have the shaky camera type of thing where it's like mockumentary and they had the interviews. They would have the confessionals. And they had people obviously realizing there were cameras there looking into the camera. They had those office like glance into the camera moments. Yeah. 
which um, Ricky is. A, I keep forgetting everybody's name. Ricky, aka Richard. Yeah, he definitely embraced the gym role mm-hmm. of that. So I did wish they had gone a little farther with that. Uh, really embrace that. I'm conflicted about this show. I really am. I have a lot of just. I'm very on the fence. I don't hate it. No, I think it's fine. I think it's, like, it's fine. It's worth the watch if you, you know, grew up during High School Musical era, which we talked about the other day. Who falls into High School Musical? Because it came out in 2006, Mm -hmm. and I was in first grade at the time, I think. I was in first grade. Yeah, because, like, well, it depends on what half, like. First half of 2006, I would have been in kindergarten. Second half, I would have been in first grade. Well, I know grade. when High School Musical 2 came out, I was in second grade. Girl, I don't know about that. So, did it come out? It came out in 2006, right? Yeah, the first one. Then I was in... I had to have been in first grade. Maybe it was know. the end of first grade. You were... It was probably, Because like, the conflict is, like, Katie and I are not the same age, so we wouldn't have been in the same grade. Yeah. Everyone's like, who cares? <laughs> Everyone's like, anyway, no one asked for this debate. Any, anyways, same... I mean, it's, like, one year difference. Yeah, and we were talking about, like, there are kids that were around our age that were obviously aware of High School Musical because we still fit that Disney demographic, and I know there were older kids that hit that Disney demographic. And the only people that are part of true Gen Z culture, because us, I would say we're a part of, like, the cuspers, you know Mm. what I mean? We're on the cusp of millennial and the cusp of Gen Z because we have the experiences that, like, the younger millennials have and the experiences that the older Gen Z's have um I would say that like the people that are our age if they had younger siblings they would be aware of the phenomenon of high school and I feel like that's where and like my sister's two years younger than me but I don't know if she would appeal like if she would be like the appealing audience for this series because that's where I'm conflicted I'm like who is this for Who in the world was this made for? Because on one hand, it is about high school students in 2019, and it's very apparent. Like, this is very realistic, I feel like. I think they're trying to suck in the oldies who watched High School Musical when it was originally airing, and they're trying to, like, appeal to the new audience with the the way they talk and the dialogue etc I don't know that the new people would be that interested in it because while I think they did an okay job with get, getting that teenager ism mm-hmm. down I don't know that like the tiktok kids would be like yeah HSN but I could be wrong because that meme came out too I, I really don't know because a part of me is like I don't think this is for kids Mo- mainly because there were a few instances where they bleeped out curse words and then one girl said hell, and I was like, Disney Channel would not allow this. this they is said, oh, Lord, at mm-hmm. one point. Oh, my goodness. The blasphemy. This is Disney Plus right here. This is for adults. This is basically HBO Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's just... Okay, this is why I just do not like TV shows or movies based in high school. Because it's never... I don't know what's realistic and what isn't because I'm not in high school anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you watch a show like Euphoria, which we want to compare to High School Musical, and it's like, well, that wasn't my experience. And also, they're so much older than what they're supposed to be, but they have to be because they are doing some risque things. I don't think any show will ever truly get it right, and that's why I still don't. That's 
and I'll accept the fact that I just will never like it. It's not my type. It's not my brand. It's definitely my brand. <laughs> I don't think any show can ever get it right because the writers and everything are adults. And it, yeah. once you get older, you do naturally disconnect from your high school self. Because when I see videos or photos or even just, like, think back to high school, I was such a different person then. And teenagers are they're evolving all the time. Yeah, and I will say, though, even though I've been out of high school for, like, was it three years now? Something like that. I would watch, even in the first episode, I'm like, dang, this is what high school was like. It wasn't that different. Because when Nini was singing that song on her ukulele on Instagram confessing her love to her boyfriend I was like that is something somebody would do in high school it was when very I was, 2014 it was very much like that so I guess things haven't changed that much in it, that sense it was realistic and it wasn't at the same time I mean obviously like they're doing musical numbers all over it was more real to me than euphoria oh yeah euphoria was not my experience at it all. could have been somebody else's experience however I still don't know it's it's just euphoria. There's just something about euphoria that just doesn't sit right with me. And even with realistic shows and movies, there's always going to be that fantasy element because that's how the story has to develop. There's always going to be that unrealistic plot line, etc. But in this show, let's just let's just get it. Let's just get it going. So we have our star couple, Ricky and Nini, aka Richard and Nina. Oh, my God. That boy was named Richard as a child. I know. She said no person below 56 should be called Richard, and I agreed. Oh. But Ricky is, like, one of those names that, uh, like, I think it's because it sounds like Hickey. It makes me feel gross. It is. It's a very Disney Channel name, I would say. Ricky. Ricky Ullman, a.k.a. Robbie. So, we have, these are supposed to, well, at first I was like, okay, so they're obviously our Troy and Gal- Gabriella, but then you kind of keep watching the show, and it's like, oh, so they're not really fitting that roles, but they're still kind of am, because there's not really a Chad, but there kind of is. It's very strange. I think, okay, so here's the dealie. So, Ricky and Nini, they've been together for about a year. They're going from sophomore to junior year. You know, pressing times. I know. Honestly, junior year was something else. <laughs> junior year was on some different wavelength. Yeah. But summer's about to start, and you know how it is. People go away. People do their own thing. And Nini's going to acting camp. And before she's going to go to acting camp, she decides to profess her love via Instagram, which is so dumb. Like, don't On do a that. ukulele in um, her own song. I think I kind of, you know. And... That was a note right there. I know. I was about to say, Taylor. I can sing, (laughs) y'all. No, but she said, I love you. And he was scared. That 15-year-old boy was terrified out of his mind. And here's the thing. I kind of agree with Ricky. Same. Because I was like, this boy, this poor boy is like, no other girl has told me I love you except for my mom. And and she's over here like, you're not going to say it? Well, I think we should just take a break then. Like, immediately. I'm like, okay. I think he kind of initiated the break. Oh, did he? He was like, I think we need to take a break. We need to pump the brakes. And I think it's just because he was scared. And I think that's natural. And I don't think you can necessarily... Do I think he handled it the best way? No. But... But then again, he's 15 or 16. I know. The concept of a break to me, stupid. And before any of y'all friends watchers out there come to me, we were on a break. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. But... (laughs) 
he initiates this break because he's trying to backpedal a little bit. It's not that he doesn't like her, but I love you has a lot of weight to it. Yeah, and you're kids, and I think he understands the fact that we're kids. Hello. And that their relationship could definitely be finite because they're in high school. And the fact that she broadcasted this on Instagram I thought was so inappropriate. Even if the song was cute and you wanted to sing a little song or whatever, telling someone I love you for the first time via Instagram. I think you have to establish to one another first that you're both in love with each other. Mm-hmm. And then you can go on Instagram maybe months later and do this cute little thing. He's like, oh, that's cute. Because that- it's like, oh, it's you know that's scary that's like a the equivalent of a public proposal to me i would never like want anyone a, to do that like at a baseball game and or at a, in the middle of a restaurant yeah. or something don't ever do that cuz you know i might just reject you I would like i'm going to be no. terrified too because you're putting that person in an awkward position cuz you're not really giving them a choice because if you reject because apparently in this day and age i kind of hate this where if you reject someone it's like why would you do that? Like, you've embarrassed that person. I'm like, I, like, do you know, force me to marry this person or accept this proposal just because I don't want to be embarrassed or he doesn't want to be embarrassed? It's either say yes and you're not fully sure or happy with yourself or say no and you look like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, so he pumps the brakes. Nene goes to camp. She's heartbroken. Ricky is still, like, I think he said he was, like, chilling with some other girls, but he wasn't, like, ever with chilling them. With some- he was just chilling. <laughs> Thank you for giving my Euphoria Riverdale High School Musical writing credit right there. Just chilling with some other babes. Um, but he's like, you know, Nene was on my mind the whole time. But Nene, she has moved on. She said, look, I got the leading role, or so she thought. And I got a new boyfriend, EJ, who, oh my god. The senior at... He's high. He's supposed to be the cool theater boy who's just good at everything, honestly. Um, that's all we're gonna say on that. <laughs> I mean, he, to me, if he was in a regular high school, I swear my Southern is jumping out these days, y'all. He, to me, <laughs> reminds me of those kids that would peak in high school. They'd be real cool, and then they would leave, and then no one would care about them. Yeah. And that's what he gave me. He thought he was brighter than he actually was he was like you know I'm a good singer I'm a good dancer I'm good at this I'm good at that but he really wasn't and then we have Gina not to be confused with Nina who's named Nini so we have Gina (laughs) who's a transfer student Mm -hmm. she's a sophomore and she's supposed to be you think she's supposed to be our Sharpay where she's like yeah I've never been like an understudy you should tell me all about it (laughs) Because she has passive-aggressive Mean Girl vibes, Mm -hmm. but she ends up trying to go for the role of Gabriella, Mm -hmm. which is obviously what Nini's going for, duh. Um, And then, here's the deal. When Ricky finds out that Nini has moved on, he feels betrayed because we were on a break, Mm -hmm. which... And he's just like, what do you mean... And he's going to try to win this girl back by auditioning for the musical. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. He was like, I'm going to sing, I think, a kind of, you know, screwed everything up because (laughs) you're with that boy now. Mm -hmm. And she did not appreciate that. She hated it because she thought he was kind of making fun of her, like making a mockery of something that she likes and enjoys. 
I'll be honest, I was not a fan of Nini at all. No. Um, I will say with Gina, what I was gonna say so. Oh, so she was going for Gabriella, but like Gina did not give me Gabriella vibes. Mm-mm. She is a very Sharpay type of person. She, you know, she danced very well. She was a great singer. She was very much out there, whereas Gabriella is just not. So that's where I think Nini was a perfect role. And, you know, that's probably why Nini got the role. Nini was shy and reserved. And she thought she had kind of grown more into herself after acting camp because she got the lead, which she didn't actually get because her boyfriend gave the actual lead a bad deviled egg. And Nini had to step up as understudy. Don't you think when you're tasting a bad deviled egg, you think, like, oh, this is bad? You would know. But unless you're like me and you don't want to say anything, so you're just kind of like, yeah. That's nasty. I went to Cheesecake Factory, and those black beans were, I don't know if they were undercooked, overcooked, or what, but they were questionable. Mm. (sighs) Gross. But, um, yeah, and then we have Miss Jen. She is our drama teacher, our new drama teacher, who has a few secrets that she's keeping. She has been lying. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't take professional development. Mm-mm. One of my favorite parts of the whole series, though, is I actually showed you this. So, Miss Jen is like, it pains me as a millennial that you didn't do High School Musical. And Ricky literally looks at the camera and mouths, millennial? <laughs> it's like, boy, do you not know what millennial is? I said, don't be calling her Gen X. Let's be honest. He probably thinks he's a millennial because most people don't know the difference between Gen Z and millennials. I thought I was a millennial. I mean, I thought I was too, but then I learned that I am not. Isn't the cutoff 97? I think so. I was born in 98. See, that's the thing, but I'm like barely into 98. I'm like three months in. So, I think it's a weird cutoff. That's why I think that that group of people, late 90s and early 2000s, are like their own thing. Mm -hmm. Because they have a little bit of both. Yeah. Because I don't really identify with like the Gen Z Culture. Whenever I think of Gen Z, I just think of TikTok. And listen, I love TikTok, get me wrong. But, like, no, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Because the TikTok we love is not the TikTok that's out there. Mm-mm. The TikTok that's out there is just e-girls and e-boys and everything e I'm talking the TikTok that reminds me of the Vine days. And not the good Vine days. I mean. We all know what we mean. We know. Okay. Anyways, back to High Musical. Also, a lot of diversity in this show. And I said it before. Where did you find all this diversity in Salt Lake City? Home of the Mormons. The white Mormons. Nothing against Mormons. I'm just saying y'all are very white. Home of the cauliflower kings and the (laughs) eggshell emperors. (laughs) It's just, it was very diverse. The saltine sweetheart. So when Ricky starts auditioning for Troy... And, you know, EJ, like, he can't handle it because he has to be alongside his leading lady on stage and off. And they're holding, like, the flashlights up to her when she's all dishing. That was kind of cute. But I kind of hated it. It was cringy to me. I I was like, like, I skipped that whole thing. It's like, ooh. And EJ doesn't get it because he's not that good. Because Ricky and TT, Nini, ZZ, they have chemistry. They have chemistry. And he ends up getting the role, and EJ is the understudy slash Chad, which, honestly, Chad in this mockumentary was, like, irrelevant. 
Yeah, just he was just there. But Ida just can't handle it, so he starts snooping through Nini's phone because he like doesn't trust her because he's she's having to work so close with Ricky and they're having these moments and etc. And then Nini finds out and she's like, I don't trust you anymore. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of stuck between these two guys. You know, she's got the one who was her one and only, her boo boo baby. You know, um, the biggest complex when you're 16 years old obviously i mean i didn't have those conflicts because nobody liked me but that's okay yeah happened to me too it's okay it's okay not realistic to us but some of you out there probably had love definitely disney you know it made sense you know love triangle gotta have it it kind of reminded me of like alex and um mason from wizards of waverly place that whole not like love triangle thing but the whole like we're just in love with each other and you know we're gonna get married one day and stuff like that remember that well I remember that cause that was my favorite show I think Wizards was when I was like aging out mm. but I just oh my god she sings that song that's on TikTok all I want is love that lasts you know where it's like my parents falling asleep early yeah. and it's me blackout drunk in the bathroom um and she's trying to decide between these two guys. She's got the one who she actually loved, but who turned her down. And they have all this history together. They have known each other since kindergarten, literally. Why couldn't this boy just say, look, you freaked me out. You scared me a little. <laughs> you scared me a little there. Why couldn't you just say that? This would save so him. much. <laughs> she didn't give us a chance. Oh, goodness. Every time he'd be like, I, she'd be like, no, I'm an independent woman now. Isn't that right, Courtney? Oh, time for our favorite character. Oh my god, Courtney. Courtney. Courtney with a K, like Courtney Kardashian. Coco. Mm hmm. That's Chloe. I but. know. Court, <laughs> <laughs> court. <laughs> Anyways, so we have our um, tall girl best friend. They're not the, the same th- character. Yeah, not the same actor, but the basically the same character. They're the exact same. I don't even remember the girl from Tall Girl. All I know is that she had these weird pink rhinestone headphones. And that's it. Listen. And she came in bopping. And she's like, what'd you say to my best friend? And I was like, that's such a cringy line. This is becoming such... What is... What's the word? A stereotype, I guess. I guess. A trend. There's a word that... A trope. A trope. trope. Okay. That's what I was trying to think of. A character trope. And I'm over it. It's like we have to have the minority best friend who is like a fashionista who has all this confidence and who's always defending her like plain Jane friend. It's just, uh, and it's always like the feminist too. Oh my God. I, I'm so scared to talk about this because I don't want to come across as like, I'm not a feminist. I don't support equality. There, It's so obvious that Disney wants this character to be in there so badly to where it's not natural. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're going to kill the page. Like, first episode it's like we're gonna kill the patriarchy you know yay (laughs) shut up that's how i felt when she said that i gagged like we don't actually say that as feminists we do not actually say that no and the thing is is like okay so she's the perfect blend of tall girl's best friend and alaska young it's just constantly trying to come across with this but what really shook me is after that first episode they really never touched on that ever again and that's when I said I think they realized that but it was too late or it probably wasn't too late but they were too lazy to go rewrite the first episode or rewrite her character because it wouldn't be that hard Mm-mm. because 
none of that had anything to do with the story. No. And you, if you go on Wikipedia and just look at her character, it even says she's a self-proclaimed feminist. Like, that's all she is. That's her character. And she likes fashion and makeup. But by the end of the series, I enjoyed Courtney. Mm-hmm. She's a good friend. Yeah. She's better than tall girl's friend, I'll say that. She was, like, supportive. And when NeNe was spiraling after finding out that EJ lied to her... Courtney's like, hey, girl, have you, like, eaten today? Yeah. Like, hey, girl, have you done this? You're so talented. And she calls up this um, acting school dean to come to the show, which I don't know how I feel about that. But it's more realistic than Juilliard showing up and being like, Troy Bolton. Also, wasn't that school in, like, Colorado? Because I remember, I think it was in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Why would somebody fly... Or how far is Colorado from Utah? Is I don't that, think they're that far apart. But also, why would you go all that way just for this, just for a teenager to say, like, hey, my best friend is really talented, you should come see her? Like, you're a dean of a prestigious acting school. In real life, someone would just tape a show and email Send it, it or something. Yeah. Just, oh my god. But Courtney was there for her, and they had this little girls' night out episode with Miss Jen, which was kind of cute. Um, but there's this song that uh, Courtney and Nene sing together outside of this karaoke bar that gave me big, fat boys are back energy. I skipped the entire um, song because I don't like. I wasn't expecting the show itself to be a musical, even though it says High School Musical, the musical. I thought it was just. They were going to sing the old songs. I did not expect original songs. The only original song I liked was the one that Ashland, Ashland, whatever her name is. That was the only song I liked. Okay, so I did not like the song, but it gave me Boys Are Back Energy just because of the setting. But my favorite songs were All I Want because... <laughs> Ashland's song was good, but it wasn't really for me. Um, and then that one song that plays in the second to last episode where it's like, Under the and it's like, and then my heart's broken. I said, me too. Um, those are the only ones I liked. And I, I am on the same page as you. I thought it was just going to be the old stuff. Wait, I'm, I think I lied about my favorite songs. So, what is the song that plays uh, when they're at the trial or whatever for the teacher? Oh. That was, that was my favorite song. I really liked that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's I liked it. Okay. I liked it. I did like the part where she's like, what is my motivation? Something, something, yeah. modulation. I liked that part, but that was about it. The songs were, they, and it's because it's a new show. It doesn't have that icon status of the mm-hmm. original movie. Because that movie, even if you aren't a High School Musical stan, you know you can sing along to all in this together. Mm-hmm. You know. On God. You know if you see a gold ladder, you're going to say bop, 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 bop to the top, slip and slide and ride that rhythm. And if you see that lab coat, you know you're going to be singing, breaking free. You know you're going to strip it off. And uh, let me say this right now. And that final sequence, so Ricky's big dilemma this season is that his parents are getting divorced. (gasps) As a child of divorce, I saw it coming from episode one. But, I mean, hey, I... And any of you other children of divorce out there, maybe it was because my mom got divorced when I was young and it wasn't that big of a deal. Is divorce really that traumatic? Okay, here's the thing. I I understand from your point of view, but I do think, like I said, I am not a child of divorce. But if my parents, who have been together since I was born, and even before that, if they had gotten divorced all of a sudden, I would literally probably have a meltdown just because it's like, 
why. Like, all of a sudden, and just... Like, everything's changed. So, I understand. So, I actually do understand. I get it, but I think... I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Heartless. Who knows? Um, he's shook. He says, I can't do the musical anymore. I can't do this anymore. Like, Miss Jen, I can't... <laughs> That's my... Okay. This was my whole problem with the last two episodes being a hot mess. Because the musical was a hot mess and a half. <sighs> there are so many switches back and forth on who the characters are. You made a commitment. I don't care if you are... If you have an understudy. Unless you are dying. Uh, you know, I would... Abby Lee Miller, you know, I am Abby Lee Miller right now. You know, save your tears for your pillow. I was about to say. And get up on that stage and make the commitment. Because that boy was like, I saw my mom's boyfriend. And then he's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to ruin this for Nini. It's like, boy, you're ref- you. whatever you do does not reflect on Nini's performance. Mm-hmm. They're looking at her, not the both of you. And it's... It made me so mad. And he's like, EJ, you're going to be Troy. And everybody's like, okay. It's like, EJ? That is not how how performances work. No, EJ did not deserve to get to wear those white warm-ups. No, absolutely not. And, okay, the problem that killed me was, like, the whole double standard of it all. So, when Ricky finds out that his parents are divorcing and that his mom is moving away to Chicago... Um, why is it always Chicago? Why is that where the parent always moves? I swear. The city of wind and dreams. The windest city. <laughs> and the mom has a new boyfriend, which I did relate to this part when Ricky calls his mom on Thanksgiving. And it's like, oh, I must have the wrong number. Even though it's my mom's phone and I've called it probably a million times. Um, and it's the new boyfriend. He's like, oh my god, Ricky, your mom has told me so much about you. I was like, eh. <laughs> That happened to me once when I was like eight or nine. I called my mom. I was like, oh, I'm your mom's new friend. I said, I said, I'm not trying to have a stepfather. <laughs> like, ah, skirt. But me what too. is going on down there? Chaos. So when they announce it, like, it's over, we're separating... Five days, I kid you not, five days later, Ricky's going up to his daddy and he's saying, hey, big papa, I know you're feeling it and you're taking these mental health days, but it's been five days. It's time to get back out there. It's time to lace up those dress shoes and get on the town, baby. Apparently, the only way for a man to heal himself is with another woman. Mm -hmm. And that woman has to be mission. But... I just thought, why are we rushing it? He took a mental health day. He taken, he took a few. He wasn't looking his best. Did he need to shower? Yes. I promise you, if you ever feel bad, take a shower. You'll feel better. Um, five days? Yeah, and it's that is so odd and just rushing it. This this man has probably been married for over sixteen years, sixteen over years, and then his son. He's like, you know what, Dad? You know what you need? A new girlfriend. And his dad is probably like... I'm processing my divorce. We haven't even, like, officially been divorced yet. We're still technically married. Yeah. And then Ricky's like, no, Dad, you get out there. You bust it open. And then his mom gets a boyfriend, which we think there was some cheating, Mm -hmm. because that relationship was established. He's like, how could you bring him to the show, Mom? Oh, oh my God. The only one that deserves Disgusting. happiness is Dad. You're, 
You're garbage. I'm levitating next to this basketball hoop, and you want to bring your crusty new boyfriend around so I can miss the shot? I'm trying to shoot my shot, and you're affecting the game? No, you ain't the playmaker, mama. That's what he said, basically. Yeah, and it was wrong. It was wrong. It was a double standard. I'm like, you're pushing your dad out there, but your mom finds happiness. I think it's because um, he... First of all, I think it's just a man thing. Like, man to man. Like, come on. We gotta... The bro code. It. Yeah. Um, also, Ricky should not be talking. He's still falling for Nene over here. So, he shouldn't really be talking. Um, <laughs> Nene, I couldn't pronounce my A. <laughs> I like to eat, 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 eatfuls and bananas. <laughs> um, anyways. I think, like, I'm not trying to defend him because what he... It was obviously double standards, mm-hmm. but... He was living with his dad, and his mom did move away to Chicago all of a sudden. And she was like, hi, I'm just going to leave you. Like, bye. He was definitely on his dad's side. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't think kids should be taking sides during a divorce like that where it's, like, not that dirty. Mm-mm. Or maybe it is, and we don't know. We, I mean, I thought it was a pretty, like, clean divorce. Speaking of parents, this, um, this episode, this new Disney production, I don't know, features some LGBT QIA plus moms. And I said it was because Disney wants to get out of that hot water that they've been in recently mm-hmm. because they're a little homophobic and it's very obvious. But Nene. So Nene's mom, one of her moms, looks just like Amy Duncan. Yeah. Because I saw her in something else a while back and I was like, is that Amy Duncan? And it's not. I paused. I was like, no. And I looked it up and it's not her. Mm-mm. But could be twins or at least sisters or like cousins maybe. i don't remember what the other mom looked like because she was only on the camera for like two seconds i don't remember but I there's always just that. one mom also lgbt <laughs> representation carlos and sebastian yeah you know maybe next season we'll finally see a, a little something something carlos was one of my favorites I didn't like him at first because he was, like, that bossy choreographer, and then he really grew on me. Mm-hmm. I thought he was great, and Sebastian's such a little cutie. We didn't see a whole lot from him. He plays Sharpay because she was, like, um, like I think he would fit, like, the Ryan role or something like mm-hmm. that, and Carlos was, like, I think he wants to play Sharpay, and she was, like, I love that. So fresh. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> and Courtney, Court Court... She has to go out there and step up these pipes because our girl Gina, she has to leave because, you know, her mama has some job or they have to travel all the time. And her and Ricky's budding relationship just started. He did not know what he was doing. I don't know. That boy is... That's our... um, I I don't know. He's... I was like, baby, what is your thought pattern? Because he was like, I'm with Nene. I want Nene, Nene. And then he's like, Gina. Gina. He's going to start calling her Genie, Genie, Genie. Genie in a bottle. He's like, that's my skater girl. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but Nene is my, my my ukulele queen. And he just can't decide. And he first starts getting all close to Gina and starts telling her a little bit about, you know, his struggles. And he, he did play the card of, like, everything in my life is so hard right now. And Gina's like, listen, honey. Listen, I have my own struggles, and that's on. Period. <laughs> I can't believe you just. Said that. That's on. That's on single moms, and she <laughs> leaves randomly, and we've just kind of accepted 
after like maybe two episodes of her not being there that you know she's on the east coast she ain't coming back and then dj said i'm gonna buy this plane ticket because you made a commitment just like gabriella so you're gonna be here you're gonna be there and i kind of agree but i'm like you they've already prepared for her to not be there yeah because if she shows up even if she's just gonna watch it they're all gonna be like courtney get out of here gina come help us and gina's like i haven't rehearsed and like i don't even remember the lines I, I haven't rehearsed. I thought I was done with this. I just came here to watch. And they were like, can you join us? She's like, I guess. She snatched Courtney's opportunity. Mm-hmm. Courtney was ready to go out there and be like, someday I'll let you in. And they said no. My thing was, is that, okay, they decided they were going to put in all these musical numbers with all these extravagant dances. And, like, I guess you have to make it a little different. But at the same time, I didn't watch High School Musical where Taylor was doing the splits and like five pirouettes mm-hmm. on a on a kitchen table. I, I didn't watch that. They said you have to learn Taylor's lines. I'm like, she doesn't really have that many mm-hmm. in the first movie. She yeah. really doesn't. Yeah. She has like the haughty super bum and like my nail beds are history. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. And but I did like the little theater exercise they did before the show. Where it's like pick a line to describe how you're feeling, and I think we need to do that. From the High School Musical series. Um, right now? I don't even remember. <laughs> I feel like I don't remember the lines. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Taylor, obviously prepared. No, I just came from yeah, okay. the fly. Remember the party? <laughs> the party? Remember? <laughs> That's how I feel inside. Um, gosh, I don't even know. Um. I don't know. I guess I would say, like, there's a kid's party downstairs. And he's like, kid's party? Young adults, now go. Freshen up. Katie said, I'm a kid and a young adult. She said, what generation am I in? I don't know. I don't know. That's the only line I I could think of. I just, I really, I really did like that little moment. That was cute. Mm -hmm. Um, The wig, the Troy wig my thing was, is like, why didn't they just keep it on him during the musical? They I made a whole poster, and then they were like, no, we're ditching all the wigs. They realized that's dumb. <laughs> but, you know, the costuming was great. The set design was great. I will say, Get Your Head in the Game was awkward yeah. on stage. It was just weird looking. Well, I think because they had him levitating up on a basketball goal, when even, that's not what happened. Even before that, it was weird. Like, when they were just like, gotta give him give him a head in the game. I'm glad that they casted people who aren't, like, professional vocalists. Mm-hmm. And I said this, I think, either this morning or last night. I don't and remember. this is in the nicest way possible. I'm not saying they have bad voices, but I'm glad that they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Because it adds some, it makes it feel like you're watching a school play. Yeah. Like, I keep yawning. I'm, like, tired. <laughs> okay. Courtney mm-hmm. has a really good voice. I'll say that. Nene, I'm on the fence. Depends on the song. It's just, like, yeah, it's fine. You can hear her on a radio station. Ricky. What is it, girl? What is it? I don't know about that. I don't know. And that's on Disney Sing It. <laughs> Gina had a good voice from that one time that she did sing. Um, yeah, and then I guess, I don't know. We did see a few familiar faces. We saw... 
Martha. Is it Martha? Martha? When she came up, I was like, I screamed. I screamed too. And then you told me this whole. I was <laughs> so I watched the series before you did. I finished it and everything. And you texted me and was like, Oh my goodness, Lucas Grabeel, he's in the series. Ah. And I was like, you know, when I was watching it, I was kind of half watching that episode because I didn't really like that episode. And it wasn't until I looked up and was like, is that Ryan? I think that's Ryan. Yeah, that might be Ryan. He looks so different. Like, Martha looks kind of the same. I mean, she's she's gorgeous, but she looks the, the same. same. But Lucas looks so different. And I know it's been a long time, so you're not just going to look different. But I watched Lucas on Switched at Birth when I was in yeah, middle school I and, like, too. early high school. And... He didn't look that different from his high school musical days. Nowadays, and I mean this with kindness in my heart, I mean, I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but I don't know that man. I've never seen him before in my life. Is he having a Sterling Knight moment? I I think he's having a Sterling Knight moment slash Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3 moment because that haircut... Mm. At least Ashley Tisdale still looking good. And And that's on mullets. Oh my goodness. I'm surprised they didn't get Ashley in it. I don't know. Maybe she was busy. I feel like... She, I, I, don't, I mean, I obviously don't know her. I feel like she would agree to do it. Maybe they just didn't ask. Maybe they were like, she's too big for us. We can't. I don't know. They didn't even get Corbin Blue. I I bet next, next season there's going to be more appearances. And what happened to Kelsey? At first, EJ's cousin was supposed to be Kelsey, but she's like, I want to be Miss Darvis. There is no Kelsey in this universe. I mean, who's supposed to be the playmaker? Um, who's supposed to fall off that piano bench? I don't know. Where she just goes like, uh, She said, Ooh. She said, my papers. And mm-hmm. Troy's like, and I, Kelsey wanted him so bad, you knew. Yeah. And I love that part in the third High School Musical movie where they're all singing the final song. Well, not the final song, but, like, in the actual musical. Mm-hmm. And, they, and Vanessa, Gabriel, Gabriel, <laughs> who are these characters? Gabriella. <laughs> Gabriella throws the rose down at her, and I'm like, at least you, th- you have some appreciation for her. Do we all remember when Kelsey and Jason were supposed to be together? Yeah. Wasn't it, like, the end of High School Musical, the mm-hmm. first one? I kind of shipped it when Me I was a too. child. I thought Jason was cute. Yeah. An idiot, but cute. And then, what was, like, her and Ryan? Like, in the, I they... think in the third one, because of the prom sequence. But, you know, I don't know. First of all, Lucas Grabeel always said that he thought Ryan was gay, but High School Musical was not having it, because Disney. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, that's that. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. That's on... No, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> yeah, let's not. CEO of homophobia. Yep. Um, but overall, I don't know what I would give this. Okay, I'm going to give it how many? Oh, we uh, didn't even compare it to Euphoria. Oops. Okay, Euphoria. Um, let's, okay, Euphoria cast is much older. Uh-huh. I mean, not much, much older, but they're not like Riverdale older. These are, like, the three, like, the three high school TV shows that we can compare to one another. They're mm-hmm. all drastically different. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Euphoria, everybody is at least like 20 to 25, 26. And we established that they have to be because they're on HBO now. And the type of scenes and work that they're doing, they couldn't be younger. Yeah. Which could also be a problem Mm -hmm. for high school series. And Riverdale is on that CW where, like, listen, I'm not going to talk trash on CW because that was me. Okay, I love the CW. I mean, it gave me the Flash when I loved the Flash. But that, those shows are so cringy. They oh, listen, they are. But the Vampire Diaries kept me alive for years. But the thing is, is they cast people who are older, and who are hot, and like that's fine, I guess. But it does definitely plant that thing in your head when you're younger. Of like, why don't I look like that? It's just strange to see um, Cole Sprouse plays in Riverdale. Okay, I was like, I don't want to confuse that. I don't know how I could confuse the Sprouse brothers. They don't really look that much alike. Mm-mm. But um, it is weird because. As a kid, I would watch Sweet Life on deck, and that's when Cole Sprouse was a teenager. He was an actual teenager playing a teenager. And then, ten years later, or something like that, he's on Riverdale as an adult playing a teenager. I'm like, you know at some point these kids are going to start putting two and two together, and it just doesn't make any sense. Well, I think we all knew, like, Stefan Salvatore in Vampire Diaries was supposed to be 17, and we all knew Paul Wesley was, like, in his 30s. Like, we knew, but we weren't complaining because he looked good. But, that's the tea. But, KJ Appa, when the show started, which was four years ago. Oh my gosh, it's been around that long. It came out when I was a freshman in college. He was, I think, 18. 18 or 19. And what was he playing? Archie. No, but, like, age-wise. Like, 15 or 16. Which was realistic. It's it's, it's pushing it, but it's realistic But still. the thing is, is, like, he is so hot. And I'm not saying that to be, like, objectifying him, but he is so good-looking and so, like, chiseled. And I'm like, baby, that is not what they looked like in high school. I'm gonna just say that right Where's now. Where's all the acne? Where is all of the, like, everyone was a twig. Nobody was, like, built. Everybody's in leggings and sweatpants and stuff like that. And it's like Veronica with the heels and the pearls. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. There were a couple girls that went to my school that were like that, but not really. It's the CW. They go for, like, hot. Like, they just want it to be eye candy. And then Euphoria, the actors and actresses, like, they were good looking, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, like, gonna you know, whatever. But it wasn't on that level. They looked more realistically... Even though some of the girls still... Were pushing it. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff that was pushing it was, like, outfit-wise. And, like, makeup and hair. Because, like, we just didn't take it that far. And then... Like, the whole glittery eye makeup. I mean, it was really cute. But do do these uh, classes start at 10 a.m.? Like, how much time do you got to do all that me when I sleep with my eyes like this they're already done but like high school musical the musical the series I'm getting really good at saying that fast um the kids look how they're supposed to look now I think Ricky is 18 and in the show he's supposed to be 16 I think um it's it's believable I believe it uh I will say that some of them they look real young like Nini, she looks real young. But to I me. think that's our brains telling us yeah. that she looks like a baby because, because she is a baby. <laughs> because we've seen like these people who are thirty four play people who are sixteen. Yeah. Like she's the I think because I think she's actually sixteen in real life. 
She is the perfect age. And we're looking at her like, she's too young. She's no, 11. She's 16. <laughs> this is how 16-year-olds look. But I honestly think, though, when I was 16 years old, I looked older. I don't know what but I look like. But some people naturally do look older. Some yeah. people look younger. Which isn't... The oldest person in that cast who was playing a teenager was EJ. And he was 21. Well, he's 21 now. I don't know how old he was when they were filming this. Probably like 20. Yeah. But he, even at 20, he looks like a young 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I look almost 22. I feel like I look 22. Like, I don't look like, oh, she could be 17. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, you look at them, I'm like, eh. But I'm not good at guessing ages. I would feel weird as an actor being 20 years old and playing a high schooler. It would just feel weird to me. Because it's like, I'm so just not a high schooler. But, I mean, that is acting. That's their job, yeah. But, like, when you're thir- in your 30s. That's when it gets weird. But a lot of times I feel like when shows cast people who are in their 30s to play someone who's, you know, 17, whatever. It's always 17, I swear. Um... Those shows don't really focus on the school element. Like, Vampire Diaries. We were not watching Vampire Diaries to watch the history lessons, y'all. That's not what we were doing. He was like, Alina, I love you. And she was like, Stefan, no. Damon, no. I can't. Like, that's how it was. And then, okay, so one thing about Riverdale, I just wish the actors would acknowledge how bad and, like, ridiculous their show is. They will go and here's the thing I know they have to defend their show just because they want to get that money they want to lose your job yeah but can you not acknowledge like they can't take criticism well because I remember one guy and I don't remember or one girl I don't remember who it was it was um Ashley Murray I don't know who that is who plays um Josie somebody said something to her and she's like and they're like you're irrelevant anyway I think it was Elijah Daniel Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, it's just, like, when you're in your 30s playing a high schooler, I mean, at least... If you look that young, go off, honey. But you're still, like, you gotta acknowledge the fact that you're out of touch. Well, I think of Teen Wolf. I was a stan um, in early high school. And Crystal Reed, I think is her name, she played Allison, who was, like, I don't know, like, 16 or 17. And she was 30. So. I don't know. I'm not complaining about it, necessarily. There are times when it's glaringly obvious that someone's not 17. But. Like, um, what's his face from 13 Reasons? Oh, that's another high school show. Tony. Oh, my God. Tony is a father of four. The weird thing is, is that. That other guy is older than him. What's that other guy? Justin? No, not Justin. It's, um... Bryce? No, he ha- he uh, was injured. Oh, um... Alex, his name's Miles Heiser? Like not Alex, no. Zach? Zach, Zach Dempsey? Yeah, because... Zachary he's... Shanghai Dempsey? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Zach is older than Tony in real life. Which is so weird, because Zach kind of looks like he's... But Zach got that good skincare routine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He probably he, he probably has some skincare brand deals. Yeah, I guess, like, you have those four... These are the four TV high school TV shows of today. Mm-hmm. Oh, 13 Reasons. 
Sometimes I just think about 13, 13 Reasons and get, like, nostalgic. Just, like, I... Just of the podcast days where we would be like, oh, we gotta watch 13 Reasons Why. I would. I was never complaining when I had to watch 13 Reasons. I love that it's show. addicting. And then you have that girl being, like, getting in everybody's business. What's her name again? I'm not a what? Clay, you have to tell me. He's like... Girl, what are you talking about? Um, this should have ended a few minutes ago. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I get okay. The final final rating. How many uh, apples on a tray out of ten? Oh my god, out of ten. Okay, I liked it. I didn't love it. I I probably wouldn't watch it again. No, uh, I can't watch it again. I would give it. I would give it six. It wasn't bad. That's what I was going to give it. Wow. I'm going to give it a six. You're going to give it six because, jazz hands out of ten? Yeah, because I feel like five is just not fair. Six, I feel like six Seven is, is pushing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, six. There we go. Now, should we take a quiz? Yes! We're taking a quiz called... We know which High School Musical character you are based on how you recast the movie. The cast is definitely what you've been looking for. By Loving Harry, a community uh, contributor. <laughs> Basically what I've been doing since December 13th. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Loving Harry. Honestly? Wait, is it Loving? Is it, how do you want to go by? Mr. Harry? Um, Mr. Loving? Miss Loving? Who, how do you want to go Non-binary by? Non-binary Loving? Yeah. We don't know. We'll just call you Loving Harry. God bless. Cast your Troy. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Oh, this is exactly our conversation from yesterday about the white boys. I feel like my teeth are gonna shatter. Okay. <laughs> we have Timothy Chalamet. Our, um, what, Cauliflower King? He was that or, like, eggshell? What was it, eggshell? Oh, no, no, no. That's for the next one. Okay. Okay, let me let me say that again before this is all messed up. Timothy Chalamet is our Cauliflower King. Um, Harry Styles, literally the love of my life. Oh my god. My eggshell emperor. Um, Sean Mendez, cream of wheat. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Charles Melton, handsome squidward. Yes. <laughs> um, Cole Sprouse. What's, what's like an edgy white? Um, edgy white. I'm not really sure. Like, a latte? I guess? So he's our flat white. Yeah. He's our flat white. Okay. And then Ross Lynch. He's also a cutie. He's a cutie patootie. Um, I feel like he, he's like edgy, but like not edgy. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to call him just a sliced piece of bread. No. He's, he's not a wonder he bread. He is, um, a cheesy breadstick. Okay. I support it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm proud of oh, him. In the- <laughs> we actually have to do this. Um... Even though Ross Lynch has been a, a decom mm-hmm. musical, I would choose Ross Lynch. I feel like I could trust him. I, I could see that. Yeah. And he's had a really big glow up, to be honest. Now, if I'm being really honest, I feel like if I were a Disney casting director, I would probably end up picking Shawn Mendes. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we gotta, we gotta go with bland and wholesome. But can he do the dances that Troy does in High School Musical 3? In the prom sequence. No, absolutely not. Tim, Timothy Shadamah, I don't think he's giving me the right vibe. Mm-mm. Cole is too dark for it. Ch- 
Charles. I haven't seen Charles in enough to make that decision. He seems too old. And then, like, Harry, as much as I love him with all my heart and I just soul, I can't. He's I just can't. not a Troy. I could not picture him doing 16, 16, 16. Especially, like, my boy's tatted. Like, no. That's inappropriate for Disney. For, he doesn't fit the Disney image. Mm-hmm. He was, wasn't he supposed to play, like, Prince Eric or something? Yeah. And then, I don't know who's he playing said, Prince Eric. He said, Like, what are you go. doing that Disney stuff? Um, you know what? By process of elimination, it's between Sean and Ross, but just to be different, I'll pick Sean, even though... Ooh. ooh. I don't think Sean would be up for that. Sean? Sean? I don't think he would be up for that, up for those crazy costumes. I feel like it would really push him, and that's what he needs right now. Oh, we know. He was voted, like, most fashionable male. I'm sorry. And everybody on tour was like, I'm so sorry, Harry. Literally, everyone's like, sweetie, I'm so sorry they did this to you, because it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Cast your Gabriella, Ariana Grande, Emma Watson. That does not look like her in that picture. That, oh my goodness, why does he keep doing this? Okay. Lily Collins, my eyebrow queen. Camila Mendez, Zendaya, or Selena Gomez. Hmm. And we got, I, that picture of Emma Watson does not do her favors. Like, she doesn't look bad, that just doesn't look like her. From far away, I was like, who is that? That is not Hermione Granger. Who would be a good... I mean, we could put both of the Mendezes together, but I've heard... Um, I don't know much about her. Camilla, I, the only time I heard her sing was, like, some Riverdale clip, which I didn't watch the episode or anything, but it came up in my recommended, and she was like, Daddy, and I said, no. Um, Lily, I've never heard her sing before. Um, Zendaya, you know, she can't do anything other than... She's not a musical. I mean, yeah, but, like... She's got to be that rough-looking... You're right, you're right. And Gabriella, she's a little put together. I'll be honest, I do think Selena could do it. If they didn't let yeah. her sing live, I think she could oh, do she's it. she's wearing that awful dress. I know. I can't help but look there, and it's just awful. She's so... Okay, here's the thing. Selena Gomez is so pretty, right? Mm-hmm. She's... I think she's gorgeous. She's so yeah. pretty. And even in her video for her new album, Rare... Which y'all heard me talk about earlier in this episode, because I'm going to. Um, <laughs> she killed it in that video. She looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, those vocals, which we all know were not live, were popping. That song is a vibe. But I think she could do it. I could see her doing it. Ariana, she just doesn't give me that shy girl quality I need. No, she's too confident for that. Also, her muscles there, she looks very muscular. She could beat me up. Mm-hmm. Does she not look like really... <laughs> My queen, she's shredded. Yeah. Um, Lily Collins, I really like her. I just don't see her in this role. Mm-hmm. She's also too... A, a, lot of these, a lot of these people are too old to be playing Gabriella. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Selena. Cause Same. There's, it's like process of elimination, really. Cause she And she's been through the Disney track. Yeah. She knows what's coming. Cast your chat. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. some of these characters <laughs> or some of these people... I'm dead in the grave. I can't. Okay. Zayn Malik. He would never. Michael beat Jordan. My <laughs> God, honestly. <laughs> Noah Centineo. <laughs> <laughs> John Boyega. I've never heard of him. He um He's in the Star Wars movies. Okay. As Finn. Jacob Ellardy, my kissing booth king. 
<laughs> and our uh, isn't he in Euphoria? Nate. And then KJ Appa. My stomach, can you calm down? There's only three people that could pull this off age wise. I know maybe. who I would pick. Noah Centineo. I just don't like him. I don't either, but think about the character of Chad. I know, but like I want to choose something different. So No, I'm just going to choose it. I don't know who else to... Because KJ has too much, um... Troy energy already, mm-hmm. and that would, I think that would be, like, competing. Um, Zane, he would just... He would never. He, never in his life. Michael B. Jordan, he's too old to play it. And I don't know how old John Boyega is, but I think he's still too old to play it. I've never seen John in anything, so I felt like I couldn't cast him because I don't know him. He's a really good actor, and I considered him, but I was like, he's too old for this role. I could see Noah, Jacob, or KJ, but Jacob, I feel like... No. I feel like Michael B. Jordan... Like, how could you even fit him into Uh this cast? Because, like... Chad is such a goofy character and kind of, like, not with it, and that's very Noah Centineo energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cast your Taylor. Oh, my God. Bruh, I can't. Okay. Amanda Stenberg. God bless. <laughs> Kiernan Shipka. Florence Pugh. Everyone's always talking about her. Never seen her. I love her. Elle Fanning. N- no. What? No. Vanessa Morgan. Isn't she My Babysitter's a Vampire? She looks like it. I think that's her. I think that girl got married, like, recently. Well, aren't they all? You know who else got married? Who? The girl who played, um... What's her name? Zora on Sunny with a Chance? Oh, yeah. She got married to that guy from Kicking It. I don't know who the guy from Kicking It is, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she got married. Oh, and Lana Condor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um, again... The, I, uh, if I picked Lana, it would be the same pairing as to all the boys I loved before, because Chad and Taylor end up together. I don't see Elle Fanning in this this role. Yeah, and then Florence Pugh, like, she just, I don't think she could, Florence, this is just not a Florence Pugh role. Mm-mm. I um, honestly think it has to be Amanda. I don't, yeah, because... She's the only one that gives me Taylor energy. That's who I was thinking. I'm like I'm not. I'm trying not to choose your op- choose your pickings, but this is who I'm picking too. What is this Verizon bullcrap? I keep getting that too. Oh my god. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna have a stroke. What even? Okay, hold on. Okay, I'll just name off um, our next people. Okay. Um, Caster Ryan. Ezra Miller, Darren Chris, Troy Savon, Tom Holland. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this name. Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore, yeah. And Casey Cott. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who Casey Cott is. He's from Riverdale. He plays Kevin. Wow, I obviously don't know anything about Riverdale. So, um, a lot of these people are, like, queer energy slash queer IRL. Um... I don't see Tom Holland as Ryan. I can't see it. I didn't, know. The only thing I can think of is his lip sync performance as Rihanna. Yeah. But I feel like Darren Chris or Ezra Miller. I'm going to go Ezra. I'm going to go Darren. I'll go Darren. And finally, cast your Sharpay. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay. Kiki Palmer. Yara Shahidi. Madeline Petch. 
Jazz Sinclair. Is that? No, okay. Elizabeth Gillies or Dove Cameron? Okay, as much as I love Elizabeth Gillies, we've already kind of seen her in that role of, like... Mean girl. Mean girl. And she's too mean girl for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Dove Cameron... That's who really, I was thinking. ...really fits. I don't know Jazz Sinclair. I know she's from Sabrina, but I don't... Is she... I don't know if she's the girl with the bleach hair. I don't think that's her. Madeline, she's kind of been everywhere. I'm, I'm like, over it. Kiki Palmer's too old. I love this. her, though. I love her. She's just too old for this role. And Yara Shahidi, I just can't see her as a mean girl. It's got to be Dove Cameron. I think it has to be Dove. Oh, my goodness. I'm not shocked. I'm a little. Okay. Who'd you get? Taylor McKessie. <gasps> yeah, Taylor. You're very smart, and someone others turn to when they need a little advice. I would agree. You have strong opinions. You don't say. Which can be a little off-putting at times, but you're just passionate about sharing your thoughts and feelings. At the end of the day, you're someone who cares very deeply for your friends, and you would do anything for them. Wow. Wow. Who did you get? I got Sharpay Evans. Whoa, shaking. You are someone that is known to be a bit of a diva. You set big goals for yourself, and you're willing to do almost anything to reach them. Sure, sometimes you can come across as a bit intense, but once people get to know you, they understand that you're just passionate. I don't know about that, but <laughs> thank said, you. I'm not a diva. She said, I'm not. I'm not. I just want my only green about? M&Ms in my pink locker. Ugh. Wow. What? What? A quiz. I didn't go into it thinking who I was going to be. Um, I don't know who I was going to be. I mean, I could have definitely been Chad. I feel like I'm, um, you know, a Kelsey. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You mean the, what is it, the playmaker? Mm Mm-hmm. God bless. Kelsey, my queen. If any of y'all haven't looked at Alicia Ruland's Instagram lately... (laughs) She is an aesthetic in and of herself. I, that woman, I can't. Mm. And we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll. Check out our website, CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter, but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us, CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com. And subscribe. Bye! Bye. Ah! <laughs>